11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is to St. Ricketts. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. How did you first get involved in soccer? Wow, um, seems like ages ago. Um, you know, I had I have uh, older brothers that played soccer. Um, my one brother got a scholarship to the University of Memphis. Uh, so, you know, I always looked up to my brothers and seeing them play at a young age um, kind of developed a passion for me and you know, that's how I got started. I just got started from, you know, playing community to getting a look at club and then Alberta national team and, and professional after that. So um, it's quite the journey. Yeah, for sure. And I know um, you grew up in Canada and uh, I would say Canada's national sport is uh, hockey. So how, how did uh, did you did you play any hockey growing up? No, I never played any ice hockey. Um, I played gym uh, ball hockey and gym class. Okay. Uh, that was always fun. But all my friends were all hockey players waking up at like 5.30 in the morning to go to training before elementary school. So yeah. um, definitely a hockey country. But uh, I think the trend is kind of tra- changing right now. And, you know, soccer is on the rise for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, just tell me a little bit about, like, your youth career in Canada and then how did you end up at um, uh, Green Bay? Um, well, I, 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 my family was always working. Um, both my parents had full-time jobs, not really much time to take me to sports and, uh, take me to organized soccer. So I didn't start playing organized club soccer till I was 13. Um, so I started kind of late. Um, my friend's mom was able to drive me to train in games and and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, started there and then things happened quite kind of quickly. Um, uh, the year after I was on the provincial team, which is similar to like a regional team. And then under 17, I was with the under 17 national team. And then um, after that, graduated from high school and went to the University of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Gotcha. And then um, just going through your recruiting process, um, what was that like? And like, what other offers did you have? Um, I really didn't know much about it or how to do it. Uh, thank God for my my friend's mom, who who really took the time out of her out of her personal schedule to make videos for us, contact coaches, um, university coaches, and send you know send those videos and and really get our our name on the collegiate map from Canada. So um, yeah, she sent videos to I'm not sure what schools, but obviously Green Bay responded. Um, the coach Tom Poitras, who is now at um, Hartwick University, he traveled to to Canada, watch us play some indoor games during the winter and then, uh, and liked me and my, my high school teammates. So, um, basically got a, ho- a lot of help from, from a parent's mom, but, uh, the process was good, I guess. 
Yeah, that's dope. I mean, um, obviously you're not that old, but you know, YouTube and videos and all that wasn't that big back then. So that's definitely a proactive of her. Uh, definitely. and then just like, was that your goal to go to a, like a, a school in the, I meant, yeah, a school in the States or like, were you trying to go to Can a Canadian university too? Um, always wanted to go to university in the States. Mm -hmm. uh, just like I, like I told you before, my brother got a full scholarship to Memphis. Mm -hmm. uh, University of Memphis so just seeing his path and, and being so much younger than him it, he kind of paved the way for me um, I never knew that I could become a professional I never knew that professional soccer was in my future I just knew I was going to push the boundary and push the ceilings until I got stopped and um, yeah made it to this level all right that, that's a perfect lead up to my next question like when did when did you know like you were really good or and when did you know like you could go pro um I think I knew my freshman year when I um, started at Green Bay, um, I came in as a freshman, started pretty much every game as a freshman and uh, played a big role for that team as a young player. So um, that was the moment where I knew, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely can push past this level. And also when I got my first call up to the national team, mm -hmm. uh, under 17 national team camp, uh, got there, seen the level of players that have been playing in Europe, seen how I compared to them and and realized that I wasn't far off and ahead of some of those players. So um, those are two key moments where I realized um, I can maybe take this to the next level. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just like overall, what was your experience um, like at the University of uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin? It was great. Um, you know, the, the typical university cliche, you know, um, just being away from home for the first time at a young age, um, you know, living on your own, figuring out things on your own. And, you know, obviously, the soccer and then the, the school and the, and the party scene and stuff like that at university. It was, it was a great experience. Um, all new to me at the time, but definitely a learning experience. It really molded me, molded me as a person. Yeah, for sure. And then um, just after your, your senior year, like what were your plans in terms of um, like going pro? And um, like I saw you, you started out overseas. Um, so what was that like? And was there any MLS play um, like in that? Um, yeah, just from my, my, my time with the national team, um, when I, while I was in university, we did the Olympic qualify qualification process. So I was with the U23, uh, Canadian men's national team or Canadian national team. And, um, just seeing the players, the roster and the group of players there, so many players from Europe and overseas, um, you know, playing for clubs there, um, being a part of that group and part of that roster made me realize, you know, I want to go overseas. I want to take my chance and see what I can do. Um, so I think it was around my junior year where I left, went on trial to a club in Sweden. Um, Hammerby was the club and they were interested. They wanted to sign me for six months. Um, for whatever reason, I, I didn't think it was the right opportunity. And then um, I finished my last year of university and then just went on trials across um, Scandinavia and Europe and landed in my first team in Finland. Yeah, that's awesome. And then um, I know you've been to many different countries and and played there and things like that like what's what's been your experience and then what um what led you back um to come to the states and and ultimately play in the mls well i've been in so many different countries so <laughs> many different cities i, I think it's uh, i've played in finland romania turkey israel norway lithuania um all over man but the 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 one thing I got from it is that I grew as a person. The experiences I learned being in all these different environments, environments where, you know, the language barriers 
it's very huge and I can't, you know, can't communicate with coaches, players, and even our fans, you know, um, I really developed some skills within me that I can carry for the rest of my life. And um, the experiences were, were priceless throughout the, all those clubs and situations. Um, but yeah, always wanted to be in MLS, always wanted to experience um, soccer close to home. And um, yeah, I got the opportunity leaving Turkey and coming to TFC in 2016. All right, you got to tell me. So what's like the biggest difference between playing overseas and then playing in North America? <laughs> um, for me, the biggest difference was just the security of um, the business side of the, of the club and the salary being paid on time and stuff like that. Um, when you're in MLS, you know, you, you don't think that this is a reality around the world where, you know, some clubs may not pay on time. You know, they may be two, three months late and you have to maybe take action or something. Um, you know, it's not always a guarantee like here it is in MLS where, you know, if there's a weekend, you're getting paid before the weekend. If there's a holiday, you're getting paid before the holiday. That's not the same in some of these countries like Turkey and Romania and, and stuff. They don't pay on time. And I ran into that situation a few times. Yeah, for sure. I uh, know some overseas basketball players, and I've heard those stories before. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players? Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? -on -one? Now you can with Be Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Um, and then what was it like to score your first pro go goal like overseas? And then what was it like to score the pro first pro goal in the MLS? Um, first pro goal overseas is huge. You know, it's a milestone. It's, um, you know, uh, all your hard work paying off in that one moment. And my first goal was against Hoiko or HJK Helsinki, which was the biggest team in Finland at the time. And the team I was on hadn't beat them in 30 years um, prior to my game winning goal. So that was a good moment. Um, obviously a special first goal and um, one that I always remember. Uh, first MLS goal was special as well. Coming to Toronto, um, Prior to that, my my ITC, my international transfer certificate, was blocked by my previous club. So I had to fight through to get that certificate so I could play officially for TFC. So that took some months. I was just only training for like three or four months, waiting for the moment. And, you know, I got it against um, RSL in my second game playing for TFC, um, scoring a goal against Ramondo, who is, you know, a legend. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then... Um... I mean, I think, it, is it is it awesome to play in Canada? Yeah. I mean, just the fact that it's home. Yeah. Um, you know, um, up to that point, I think I had 40, 40 caps or so. So, you know, as a mainstay with the national team. So Canada is the Canadian fans being in front of my family and friends. It's, it's, it's special. I think anytime you get the chance to play at home, it's special. And anywhere in Canada is home for me. Yeah, for sure. And I know you brought up um, playing for the national team. Um, what, it, what does it mean to you to, to just represent your country and, and put on that jersey? Just pride, you know, um, something you never take for granted. Um, you know, putting on that jersey means so much. You know, you're not only representing yourself, you're representing an entire country of, of kids, you know, who, who want to make it to that level, who look at you and, and, and aspire to be you. And, you know, it's uh, such a great platform, uh, such a great honor, and always a pleasure to to represent your country. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, are you ready for the five Quincy questions? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. What's the, what's the most important quality or skill that, that you feel is the largest or that you feel has made you successful as a pro player? Um, my speed definitely always been the fastest player on my team. Um, there was one point, uh, when I was in Romania where I clocked one of the top five fastest times in football in the world, or at least it was in Europe at that time. Um, so speed has always been my great attribute. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you know, but on your, on your Wikipedia page, like that's the first thing it says style of play, a fast striker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't hide from that. Uh, what's the biggest mistake you think pro players are making? The biggest mistake I think pro players are making is um, just staying in comfortable situations. Um, you know, just from my time playing over these years, I've seen players who, you know, weren't getting enough playing time, weren't appreciated in the right way, and just stayed in their environment because they were afraid to make change. You know, um, there's so many clubs in this world. There's so many teams and countries where, you know, you could just, if you just take a chance, it could be the springboard to your career and it could be the, you know, could be the choice that gets you to a bigger team or a higher level. And I, many times I see players just happy to stay in situations where they're comfortable and content. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that, I think that's dope that you like pretty much went all around the world and played. I think that's like, that's like a cool experience. Um, what, what, what advice would you give a, a young player trying to make a pro league? Uh, keep working. Um, obviously that's, that's what everyone says, but you know, there's going to be times where, you're not going to be the best on your team. Um, there's going to be times where, you know, a coach may not like you or you may not be playing as much as you think. But, um, you know, all those times build character. Um, they build resilience. They build um, hard work. And if you make it through those times and keep believing in yourself, uh, the, the future could be bright. And these next two could be um, soccer-related or, or life-related. Okay. What What is something that most people think is true that you believe isn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, believe is true. Um, money equates happiness. Um, I think that's one thing in life that where people think, you know, if I just get all this money and I, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I get big contracts and all this and I, I earn all this money that I'm going to ultimately be happy. But, um, you know, happiness comes from within. And if you're not happy from within, then you can't be, you know, truly happy no matter how much money you have yeah for sure um what's something that you would move forward with if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well um one thing i would move forward with it's a good question um wow can we come back to that one (laughs) yeah for sure is that the last question (laughs) well that's oh that's the last of the five questions the quincy questions but then i have some fun questions for you one thing I would move on to do if I wasn't scared, basically. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a person that really is takes risks, is really not as scared to take that step or to get out of my comfort zone. So a lot of the things I've wanted to do, I think I've tried. Um, maybe I'm retiring. I don't know. That's kind of a scary thought for me um you know obviously i've been preparing for retirement i got you know got my degrees and have really um been paving a path for myself uh 
but you know, retiring is a big step in life. It's like your second phase in life. And maybe, maybe if I was a little more brave, I, I would have retired a couple of years ago, but you know, I still want to play. I still feel good. Still already still want to push it. So maybe retirement is one thing. Yeah, for sure. All right. You ready for some fun questions? Yeah. All right. Who's, uh, who's one player in the MLS and one player overseas that you would want to do a, a Jersey exchange with that you haven't. Ooh. One player in MLS with a jersey exchange. I would like to do one with Michael Bradley. Um, just because we played together with TFC for three or four years, or three years, and then won the MLS Cup there, won the treble there. He was my captain, you know, uh, a guy I look up to. I think uh, trading jerseys with him after all these years would be uh, special. Yeah, it's awesome. What about uh, uh, overseas? Overseas, I would trade with, I would trade with Jonathan David. Okay. Um, from Lil, uh, just because he's killing it right now. Um, he's, you know, obviously a top top striker for Canadian national team, but also a top striker in Europe right now. And I've already traded jerseys with Kyle Aaron and Tiba Hutchinson. And so I think Jonathan David is one of the guys I would trade with just because of his form and how well he's doing. That's dope. Um, when you won the MLS Cup, did you get to, like, take it for a day? Uh, no, I did not. I never asked, uh. though. Maybe uh, I should have asked, but um, we had a lot of a lot of, a lot of fun with that trophy. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, it was coming around with us for <laughs> a for week. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. If I ever came to your hometown, what's like one place I would have to go to try to eat food? Ooh, it's a good one because um, my hometown is Edmonton. Uh, my family has owned a Jamaican restaurant for 17, 18 years, and it's definitely one of the best Jamaican restaurants in Edmonton. So I'd have to take it to my family restaurant, Irish foods. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And, uh, last one, what's something people don't know about you? Um, one thing people don't know about me is I have a passion for, uh, for business. Um, you know, I just recently finished my degree in sports management, uh, looking to move on to my MBA and, um, post playing career. I have aspirations to work in the front office, um, both soccer side and business side kind of, Soccer side, you know, obviously the GM things helping build a roster, build a build a team. Office office business side, um, you know, just helping building the brand of the club. Um, you know, attracting new fans and, and and generating revenue. So that's like my passion. That's my that's my goal after football. And maybe maybe some people don't know that about me. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you on social media? Yeah. To St. Ricketts, um, everything at to St. Ricketts, Instagram at to St. Ricketts, Twitter at to St. Ricketts. So check me out. Boom. Appreciate it. Thank you. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.